Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Tuesday afternoon, and this week is about to go by in a hurry. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. We're glad to have you along for the ride, coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Golden Moon Casino and the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. For more info, visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. Many of you had yesterday off. Perhaps you were taking a break from the radio show. We missed you, and we're glad to have you back. And for those of you that were with us on Labor Day, Thanks for being with us as well. You can watch the show on supertalktv.com, certainly supertalk.fm and the app. It's available to you, and we're glad to have you on the radio as well. If you want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up. Ceasefire text line. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid fellas happy tuesday what's up after review richard cross has been ejected from the show for targeting that does not make see you later bud just cut his mic off he's out see ya (laughs) you're gone pal and be a part of the targeting club i I suppose that was one of the storylines that emerged from last night's game on both sidelines guys ejected for targeting that certainly is a discussion that we will get into this afternoon because there's uh there's some parts of it that make sense like letter of the law and then there's some spirit of the law stuff that doesn't make a whole lot of sense and also what would you do to change it to um Get us back to a point where the game is not so incredibly choppy. Big Ten officiating crew, very on brand last night. That that fits for the Big Ten conference. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm just surprised they were even out there. You You know, COVID's still going on. They might have just said the hell with it. People think that the Big Ten is not good. Maybe they can't be good. (laughs) You know what I mean? If that's what you're dealing with every Saturday, you would suck too. 
There are many, many, many takeaways from that game. We probably don't want to get bogged down in uh, officiating, not in week one. We'll save that for week seven when Haydad has had had it up to here with the guys in the striped shirts, and he just can't take it anymore, and his head is about to explode. Well, there was a botched review in the state game that we talked about after you left yesterday, just like completely abandoning what's real and what's not. It just... The guy looked at some other video that we didn't get to see on the broadcast or something because every angle on television was uh, not a fumble and a recovery. Yeah. But I guess he has different vision than the rest of us. I know the play you're talking about specifically in the state game, and hey, Dad, I saw what you tweeted about that after the fact. Isn't what they ruled that his knee was in bounds? Uh, clearly his arm came down out of bounds yeah. But the ruling had to be that his knee was still in bounds and he had possession. They didn't give a whole lot of clarity. They just said, you know, after review, because the ruling on the field was that there had been a fumble. So all right. they had to tell us was after review, the, the ruling on the field stands. Yeah. So I don't know how people felt about the TV announcers. I did hear that one little part, and that was what they emphasized. Now you've got to have indisputable video evidence to overturn the call that was made on the field. It feels like that's etched into your brain and burned into your brain. You will hear that phrase in particular uh, in your sleep as you think about um, you, you think about officiating and reviews and, and whatever else. But maybe that's what made it more difficult to uh, to overturn that. So last night. Ole Miss gets a win over Louisville, 43-24. Let me just zip through a few of your text messages. A bunch of them have come in, and my guess is that as we unpack what happened last night, we will cover most of what you are saying on this, and if not, we'll make a special effort to answer your question. Preston and Fulton, could it be? Does Ole Miss have a decent defense? Uh, was in Atlanta last night for the game. Awesome experience. Go Rebels. That's from Evan. Jeff says, I had the game on TV but had the radio going, and I loved Richard losing his mind, and I'm not an Ole Miss fan, but I agree that it was ridiculous. I don't know if I – maybe I did lose my mind. I did make the statement at some point that the officiating crew was a joke, which was perfect because they were from the Big Ten, and so it was very on brand. Um, ooh, get State f- Say what? You're going to get fined. The SEC is going to hear about this. Uh, I'm a State fan, and I'm ready for basketball season. Ooh, ah, a little early for that, Dallas. God. Let's let him play out a little bit. Just curious how Ole Miss will match up with a team that has an offense. Also says, just be sure to talk about how bad Louisville is. They're I've, not good. They're, they're Miss, not good. I, I've seen a Miss lot of last year. You know, gave up 500 yards to bad teams all the time. Yeah. I've seen yeah, a lot of Louisville Louisiana Tech comparisons, and um, I'm sure that's being done in good faith. And not disingenuous uh, whatsoever. Um, I mean, LaTeX LaTeX minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Here's the thing, though. So, no, Louisville's not very good. Uh, Everything we say about this game has to be prefaced with the fact that going into it, we did not expect Louisville to be very good. Uh, Ole Miss should have handled them, Kiffin or no Kiffin, and they did just that. Uh, The difference is, last year's Ole Miss defense against the identical personnel they saw last night, would have gotten lit up. Mm-hmm. Louisville and Malik Cunningham versus that defense would have lit them up. And here's a perfect example why. You guys remember how bad Vanderbilt was last year, right? 
Oh yeah. Uh, they went not winless. Not as bad as they are this year, but not yes. as bad as they are this year. But they went winless and fired their coach, and they were pathetic. Vanderbilt last year against Ole Miss threw for 320 yards and two touchdowns, and ran for another 100 yards and an additional touchdown, and had 24 first downs. Ole Miss last year was worst in college football in yards per game, second worst in college football in passing yards per game, and worst in college football in first downs given up per game. I don't care if it was Madison Central. The fact that Ole Miss was able to play good defense is shocking, how good it looked. Yes, there are going to be better offenses. No, it will not look like that against Alabama in a few weeks. In fairness, Alabama is going to score on everybody. But still, they are vastly improved. They still have some holes. There are going to be teams that will score on them. But if you do not, or if you watch that game last night and your takeaway is not they are dramatically better on that side of the ball, you are looking at it through a set of glasses that are so thick and maroon and white that you cannot look at things objectively. It's that simple. I thought Ole Miss looked really good. <laughs> I, I was hated with the inaudible like, chuckle. I mean, I, I watched that game and I was like, this is a good football team. Obviously, you know what they're going to do offensively. Defensively, like I said, last year, they would have easily given up 500 yards and another two or three touchdowns, and that game would have been really close. And then special teams, they seem to have found a guy who can kick some field goals. Uh, I think Costa was the special teams player of the week this week uh, for the SEC, so... That's a good football team right now. I don't know where exactly we start. So let's start with what we knew. Ole Miss was probably going to be pretty good offensively. Mm-hmm. We, we, we Kind of the, the, the phrase that I had gone with going into the season is Lane Kiffin gets the benefit of the doubt because everywhere he has been, his teams have been good offensively, And until proven otherwise, I'll give the benefit of the doubt that even without Elijah Moore and losing an offensive lineman that's in the NFL, they're going to be good offensively. They look a little bit different, but they're going to be good. And they were good offensively last night. Um, Asked Lane Kiffin after the game how he would grade Matt Corral's performance, and he said, well, pretty close to perfect. He didn't turn it over. He didn't force anything. He took what the defense gave him. He took shots when they were there. He directed the offense. He was a great leader on the field. So that's that was Lane Kiffin's evaluation. The stat line last night for Matt Corral was real. The only thing that was missing in Matt Corral's stat line last night was multiple touchdown passes. He threw for 382 yards. He completed, what, 67, 68, 69% of his passes. He was 22 of 32. He had one touchdown. He didn't throw an interception, and he ran it. Effectively, you want to downgrade Matt Corral? How about not sliding in the fourth quarter when you get a three-score lead? Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> what are you doing there? I know you. I know you're tough, and your team appreciates it or whatever. But um, slide, Matt. Next time, please. I I asked him about that after the game. I said, "Hey, what what's the the line that you have to draw between being competitive and trying to go get an extra yard versus protecting yourself because you know your team needs you?" He said, yeah, when I got to the uh, sideline, I got an earful for not sliding there at the end. He's like, I don't need to be fighting for those extra two yards at that point in this game. So he realizes that. Um, big night for Dontario Drummond. 
He's now got a touchdown catch in six straight games going back to the last five of last year and the season opener. Kind of a quiet night uh, night for Braylon Sanders. They didn't have the big plays down the field, but part of the reason they didn't have the big plays down the field, or maybe the biggest reason they didn't have the big plays down the field, was because Louisville did what we saw teams do to Mississippi State last year. Rush three, drop eight. They did that for a lot of the game. And it caused Matt Corral to have to be patient. So that's kind of what we knew about Ole Miss going in. Running backs were okay. What about what we didn't know? We'll do that next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic is looking good with no accidents or breakdowns to report. If you see a traffic problem, call your local law enforcement. This traffic report brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted Best Credit Union by Mississippi Business Journal. Visit them today for your auto and home loans, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolt and Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. It's big. Yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, yeah. 
you gonna take me home tonight? Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out, fat bottom girls? You make the rocking world go round. A million text messages coming in faster than we can read them. We'll try to get to as many of them as possible as we go through the show this afternoon as we continue to talk about last night's game between Ole Miss and Louisville. Ole Miss winning that game by a final of 43-24. Give you a couple of the uh, the numbers from the uh, from the game. Ole Miss led it 9-0 after the first quarter. They were up 26-zip at the half, outscored 10-3 in the third quarter. Dead even at 14 apiece in the fourth quarter. The attendance last night, 30,709. You were there. I wasn't. There wasn't 30,000 people there. That's very surprising. I really did think that that there would be maybe that many Ole Miss fans. You know, it's funny. We were. I was talking with somebody about this after the game last night. I'm sure the Chick fil A Bowl people are like, Ole Miss didn't bring enough fans. So. If you play that game on Saturday, so so Ole Miss has played in two of the Chick-fil-A kickoff games. They played against Boise State on a Thursday night in 2014. There were probably 20,000 Ole Miss fans there that night. That was in the Dome. And probably 30,000 people at the game, 35,000 people at the game. And maybe 2,500 of them were Boise State fans. Last night, I mean... I'm going to guess that there were 15,000 Ole Miss fans there and probably 2,500 Louisville fans and then, you know, just whatever else. But And a dog. And a dog. There was a dog. Can we get to that at some point this afternoon as well? My mom, of all people, had an interesting take on that. I was talking to her coming home this morning. And uh, she was not terribly impressed with uh, I mean, Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreit, pretty darn good. But she's like, why did they quit talking about the game? She's like, I know it wasn't like the greatest game, but they went on and on and on and on and on about the dog. She's like, doesn't that kind of like disrespect the teams that are playing? I was like, yeah, it kind of does. Louisville's play was disrespectful in its own right. So <laughs> I felt <laughs> disrespected watching them try. Yeah, it was a cute dog, a good-looking dog. Yeah, and I don't know what kind of service that dog provides. There's a lot of different kinds of service dogs. Like, I know somebody that was involved with training the ones that can help kids that have seizures, which yeah. is incredible. It's awesome. But whatever kind of service that dog was providing apparently does not require focus because that dog wanted to go get the football. And I feel like service dogs should not want to go get the football, you know what I mean? Did the dog have a ticket also? Like, he was sitting there in the seat. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I know yeah. you saw it, but they're, they're tossing, like, the ref is tossing the football to somebody else, and the dog gets up and, like, wants to go get that ball. It's like, yeah. I don't know what service he's providing, but maybe he needs to go back to training a little bit. So Louisville on 39 rushing attempts averaged four yards per carry. Ole Miss on 41 rushing attempts averaged 4.6. Matt Corral, 22 of 32, 381, a touchdown, no picks. He was sacked twice. Malik Cunningham, 23 of 38, one interception, one touchdown, 200 yards. He was sacked twice in the game as uh, as well. I, I agree with you guys that Louisville is not a very good football team. Like They're just not. But re, kind of regardless of what their record turns in, they're they're not 
a physically intimidating football team. They're just just average. I did think that they played a lot better in the second half than they played in the first half. Scott Satterfield admitted as much in his post-game press conference. He's like, we weren't ready for what Ole Miss came out and did, where they went with three down linemen. And, and how you can be completely unprepared going into a season opener for what a team might do defensively, I don't know, but it took them a half before they kind of figured out what they could accomplish offensively. Uh, Malik Cunningham, not real good throwing the football. Like I, I just don't think he's a great passer. He's pretty electric in the open field with his legs. He is. And what was really good about that, though, you want to talk about defensive improvement, is that Louisville had two plays that went longer than 20 yards in the game. I mean, people did that on one possession against Ole Miss a year ago. Bad teams. When Cunningham would break contain that 3-2-6 that they were running with safeties close to the ball, he never really punished them significantly. He didn't break off long runs because they were able to actually tackle in the open field, which was something they couldn't do well a year ago. But they, they contained him well enough. An athlete like that's going to run on you sometimes. He just is. I mean, he's too good of an athlete. But when he was able to you know, escape the pocket, break contain, whatever it may be, there were guys stepping up and, and making plays in the open field and keeping him from burning them for 50-plus. That just didn't happen last night. Yeah. I respect the heck out of him, too. He got beat up and just kept going. Here's a takeaway. The the transfer, uh, transfer portal giveth and the transfer portal taketh away. I think Ole Miss gained more than they lost in the transfer portal in this offseason. And especially on the defensive side. You, you found two difference makers at linebacker last night. One of them you only got to see for about two possessions. But he popped early. That's Mark Robinson. He was the uh, the first player that was ejected. He's the the Southeast Missouri State transfer running back that is playing linebacker. He made the uh, the open field tackle big hit on the first kickoff that Ole Miss had to Louisville after their opening drive, and then got ejected on what was helmet to helmet contact, but was seven years ago. As good a play as you will see from a linebacker. Comes from an outside linebacker position toward the middle of the field, goes low, and just absolutely crushes and punishes the running back. But the first contact was helmet to helmet. The problem with that call is you go low, you got a running back that's trying to go low to avoid contact, and sometimes that's what you're going to have happen. And again, we'll get into the targeting discussion in more detail a, a little bit later. So I thought Mark Robinson popped, and then I thought the story maybe on the defensive side of the ball was Chance Campbell. The linebacker, number 44, the Maryland transfer, and he was I, I was shocked when I looked at the final stat sheet last night and saw that he only was credited with seven tackles because it felt like he was everywhere, especially in the first half of that game. Campbell missed a couple of series in the second half. He had to get some fluids, maybe even got an IV. Just kind of out of gas. But he probably ended up playing, what, 25 snaps more than they planned on him playing because you had two weak side linebackers ejected in Mark Robinson, who we talked about a second ago, and also Lakia Henry, and both of those were out in the first half. It is interesting to me that 
So Momo Sonogo is what, like the sixth linebacker on this team now? I mean, two guys got ejected, and he still didn't play until into the second half. Yeah. Played a lot late in the game. Out of necessity. It was it was out of necessity. I mean, he is down on the depth chart, and you're talking about a guy that was, what, had 100 tackles two seasons ago and was a starter at middle linebacker last year. Yeah. That's how much they've upgraded. And... Uh, again, I, you know, Jacquez Jones might would have been able to help this team, but you understand why he left. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be playing much. He certainly would not have been starting. No. Like not close. They haven't had a linebacker like Campbell in a long time. I, you know, I, I've had people say to me why he transferred from Maryland. I have no idea if it's true or not. But regardless of the reason, if Maryland contributed to that at all, they're insane. They're crazy for letting that guy go. Ole Miss has not had a linebacker, in part because they've had really bad linebackers for years now, but they haven't had a guy that can do everything. He reads and reacts really well. He's athletic enough to get there, and then he's a sure tackler to make the plays when he gets there. Uh, They haven't had a guy like that in, in years. And athletic enough to spy Cunningham. I mean, think about that. They've been slow in that position group for years. Slow. Very slow. Even if they read the play correctly, they couldn't get there to make the play. He was spying an athlete like Malik Cunningham and doing so successfully. He's a complete linebacker. And if again, if Maryland contributed to him leaving at all, other than just existing, like if it was some kind of promise to a recruit coming in or something, they're insane. Because they let a high-level linebacker go. Yeah, really good player. Hey, Dad, when we talked earlier this morning, you you mentioned Chance Campbell as well. Yeah, I mean, very impressive. Very impressive. You used to mention the transfer portal. Both State and Ole Miss did really well there. It feels like they lost guys that really weren't going to be big contributors for them, and they brought in some guys that look like they're, you know, you look back uh, to Saturday for State and Calvin and Polk look like they're going to be good players. And, 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 And Green and Charlton as well, so... Both both teams did really well in the transfer portal. That's going to be a key for both teams going forward. Those are two schools that they need to do well in the transfer portal when they hit it. You're right, and it, and it's the opportunity to, you know, a year or two or three years later, add to a recruiting class a guy that you would have loved to have had in an original class, but you weren't able to get, mm-hmm. and then you're able to add two and kind of help your team out. Scorpio Pearson, he had only one catch. Pretty pretty impressive in the open field on the slant, though, after he caught that ball. Nice little burst. Probably a role player in the receiving core for Ole Miss, but I think he can help. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 70. A look at your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 90. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. 
Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Need furniture or bedding now? The pandemic caused a big slowdown in production and shipping, so the wait can be longer than you'd like. Fortunately, Miss Skelly's has preferred status with our vendors, so despite some delays, we actually have a lot in stock and ready to go. Check out what's available now at MissSkelly's.com. The selection is growing, so if you don't see what you want, check again. Then order online or come into one of our showrooms. That perfect piece may be in stock and ready to go at Miss Skelly's. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Highway Patrol is reporting six fatalities following the 2021 Labor Day enforcement period. During the three-day period, troopers responded to 146 crashes, which resulted in the six deaths. Among the fatalities were two three-year-old children. Troopers were posted along all state highways to crack down on speeding and distracted driving, issuing a total of over 6,600 citations. And old-school towboaters will tell you that Ida was the perfect hurricane to destroy the lower part of the Mississippi River around the New Orleans area. Austin Golding with Golding Barge Line told us that the river flowed backward at a significant pace all the way into Baton Rouge for hours. There was hundreds of barges loose in the lower river and dozens of towboats, several sunk, over 350 incidents to Coast Guard's investigating as of Friday. Golding says that number could rise as high as 500. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. 
at Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. on the uh, ceasefire text line uh, it was from Louie said the defensive line for Ole Miss not do a much better job than last year of keeping the offensive linemen off the linebackers I'd say it's a fair observation and it was a different look on the defensive line they went with a three man front and uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> this is as an aside so Lane Kiffin decided that he was going to be the one that talked to the media period that's, you know, very Nick Saban. You know, once the season begins, there's only one voice that speaks for the program, and it's that of the head coach. He's head coach. He can do whatever he wants to. So we had Lane Kiffin on the phone pregame, on the phone at halftime, and on the phone postgame as well to do the interviews that he normally would do. And at, uh, at halftime, he said, well, he said, uh, I guess i got to quit making fun of our defense. He said, uh, you know, we kind of disguised what we wanted to do, didn't tell anybody we were going to run a three-man front all offseason, came out, and uh, that worked pretty well. Glad we were able to keep that a secret. And I thought, yeah. did you really keep it a secret? I, I guess. I mean, Louisville didn't seem to be prepared for it. I do know that that's something that we talked about on this show. You guys remember after the – I don't know if you remember this or not. On the, the Monday after the spring game – we talked about a question that I asked DJ Durkin on the, the radio broadcast where I asked him, was like, hey, you know, three-man front versus four-man front, and he brushed that off and had no interest whatsoever in talking about defensive front alignment in a spring game and just kind of moved right on along. So, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe generally speaking they kept it under wraps, and I don't think they did a lot of that in, in practice until they kind of kept the media out, but... It wasn't a shock that Ole Miss went to a three-man defensive front this year. What were, were you guys shocked by that? No, they they did a lot of that last year. Yeah, I guess some. Yeah, especially towards I the mean, end of the more, year, they, they, they were more base four-man last year. They were, but if Louisville wasn't prepared for that, that's on them because Ole Miss showed them that they'd be willing to do that. Going back to the original uh, text, they talked about doing a better job. Doing a job at all was a better job. Yeah, seriously, just to. <laughs> It really, we really aren't overstating how much better Ole Miss was defensively. We we aren't. 
They were awful last year. This Louisville team, as bad as they are, would have rolled up 500 yards and 35 points on Ole Miss last year just by showing up, just by showing up to the game. The fact that Ole Miss basically dominated the game, I mean, that, that is, that is a great, if you're an Ole Miss fan, I don't know how you're not thrilled today. If you're not, if you're, if you, you're nitpicking, you are really nitpicking because I saw a team that looks really, really good. Louisville had 355 yards of total offense in today's college football world. That is a very respectable number for your defense. They gave up 24 points. All 24 of those were in the second half after it was a three-score game. They held Louisville to six of nine, six of 15 on third down. So about 30, was it 40 percent on on third down on. Fourth downs, Louisville was three of five. They had a couple of conversions late on, on that side. So, and, and Ole Miss's defense was on the field for almost 36 minutes in the game. It's kind of the good and the bad of this offense, right? Yeah. That's, that's a you, long you, that's drive you're for have Ole to Miss get off- through. I'm sorry, hey, Dave, go ahead. I'm sorry, that's just something you're going to have to accept, as, as D- DJ Durkin has to accept that. That we aren't going, we are going to be on the field because the offense is going to go quick. Yeah, it's just it, the way that it is. And that's the thing. It's I've seen some people. We'll wait till Alabama and again. I mean, yes, this defense is going to give up points and yards. It's going to happen. They are not going to play this well every game because they are going to see better offenses. A lot of them. They're not. They're going to see a better offense in the non-conference than the one they saw last night. This is the truth. But when you when you think about Alabama, Borky. Just think that if Ole Miss had given up 47 points to Alabama last year, they would have won. They win. And so that's all that's all that be we're looking at. Two touchdowns here better. Is just improvement. Just yeah. get stops on occasion. They're not going to play. I mean, that was their first first half shutout since 2016. That shows you how bad they've been over the years. I mean, just awful on that side of the ball for years now. But they don't need and they're not going to be that good every night. What they need to do is, on occasion, get some stops. And they will be in every game they play. If they do that, and they looked capable of doing that last night, that's all. They're not going to light the world on fire. They're, they're not going to be a top 10 defense. They're not going to be a top 40 defense. But that group last night can be in the top 60 or so. And a top 60 defense for Ole Miss takes you to a Florida Bowl game. And, and look... That's a really good point right there because what in an altogether different conversation we've talked about stop moving the goal line. You, you tell us where we've got to get in terms of vaccinations or progress or case numbers or whatever, and when you hit that number, great, you can go on to something else. But no, they constantly move the goal line. So what did we talk about for the entire off season? Ole Miss doesn't have to be a top twenty-five defense. Last year they were the second worst defense in the history of the SEC statistically. They needed to be a middle-of-the-pack defense for it to make a change, for it to make a difference from what they were a year ago. And they were absolutely that last night, regardless of how good Louisville is or is not. They tackled pretty well in the field. They put a little bit of pressure on a very mobile quarterback. For the most part, they kept a very mobile quarterback contained. They didn't give up a bunch of big plays down the field. They were respectable on third down. They had an interception and should have had a second. 
forced two turnovers, didn't turn the football over. So, so, so they give up 355 yards. They're plus two in turnover margin. They have a couple of sacks. They limit the opponent to 24 points. I got no idea what else you wanted for them. If you're going, well, but the defense isn't that much better. It doesn't matter if they're that much better. They were better. They're better. Better is going to be enough to put Ole Miss. I mean, right now, looking at their schedule, I mean, that's going to be a team that's playing in in an access bowl the way they're going to play. If, if you know, not not to Ooh. say that they they can't screw up, not to say that Corral can't oh, yeah. have a couple of brain fart games where he throws a few picks and, and Ole Miss loses. But right now, who who are they underdogs to? In Tuscaloosa, in a few weeks for Tuscaloosa. Sure. Maybe A and M, that game is in Oxford. But A and M at the end of the season, if they are only a one loss team, yeah. yeah. I mean LSU, Auburn, Tennessee. No, no. The Ole Miss is going to be favored probably in, in nine of their eleven remaining games. We talked about this a little bit this morning. You want to pull a sharpie marker out, and you want to look at their schedule, and you want to mark through what is. What, what the likely losses are. You can mark through Alabama, and if you want to mark through a couple of others, you can. If you want to say, mark through the games where you think going in they don't have a chance, you probably mark through the game against Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Mm. What else? What else are you marking through where you go, nope, they don't have a chance, no shot? Yeah, no chance is is just Alabama. And even then, I mean, they put 48 on them last year. I feel like they have a chance. I don't know if they, I don't think they're going to win, but I, a chance is there. But even A&M, like I said, that game at the end of the season, who knows what's going on? It's a... And, and, and trust me, and, and look, I know, I know people are between now and then because Hayes King may turn out to be fantastic. Yeah, people are out there like, "Hey, Dad, this is painful for me to talk about. I promise." But this is a good football team. There's no way you can watch this team and come away with any other thought than that's a good football team. I mean, they're, what are they ranked twentieth? They probably should be a little bit higher. I think I saw Borky tweet they're behind Wisconsin. I can't, I can't buy into that. I mean, this is probably a top. You know, fifteen through twenty kind of team right now. So yeah, they have talent. They're well coached. And I'll tell you another thing that and, and Ole Miss hasn't had this in the past few years. They'll hit you. This team will hit you. They they got some physical football players out there. They they were laying the lumber. I mean, we all know about Tylen Knight and he's just a, a kamikaze pilot. But they got some guys out there who's who are not afraid to to get in there and and, and put their nose in there and, and make the big hit. This may have been a little hyperbolic. Jim Nagy, the um, executive director of the uh, of the Senior Bowl. Let's see. I've got to scroll back and find it. Last night he tweeted, "Only Week One, but Ole Miss football looks like the most physical team in college football." That may be a little bit of a prisoner of the moment tweet, because I think it was coming right after. Snoop Connor just bulldozed his way into the end zone. Mm-hmm. And a little while after Jonathan Mingo had done something similar. That's um that's maybe a little aggressive on most physical team in college football. But it's a different brand.
that they are playing a physical style, or at least they did last night. We'll wrap up the thoughts on Ole Miss, Louisville, when we come back, and then we'll start to turn the page toward week two. Mississippi State with a massive game coming up against NC State this Saturday. Ole Miss gets to back things down a little bit when they host Austin P on Saturday night, and Southern Miss is looking for answers. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic is looking good with no accidents or breakdowns to report. If you see a traffic problem, call your local law enforcement. This traffic report brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted Best Credit Union by Mississippi Business Journal. Visit them today for your auto and home loans, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, Knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. And then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers, we buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Jennifer Jewelry Company. Buying or selling? We are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Jello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. about Ole Miss Louisville from last night. Sports Talk Mississippi. You can send us yours on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why ceasefire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash Bark. Most of the observations have been extremely positive. So what about the other side of it? Penalties. It's got to get better. Penalties, 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 penalties. They took points off of their own scoreboard, and there were multiple scoring drives in the second half for Louisville uh, that were continued because of penalties. 14 for what was it, 125? It was 14, I know that. Thinking 105, but you may be right. Either way. Three digits of penalties in 14, 14 for 125. 14 right. for 125. That's unacceptable. And, uh, I mean, you're not, you know, none of us think they're actually going to go to Tuscaloosa and winning, but you're, you're removing a chance to even be in the game if you do that against Alabama. You're not beating Texas A&M. You're not beating LSU. You're not winning SEC games if you're committing 14 penalties that continue drives or stall your own. There's no way. So that is a big, big check in the negative column. They cannot do that in win games. Against the better team, both. anyway. They don't miss both with the penalties. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Got to clean that up. Got to clean and that what? up. Two of the fourteen penalties resulting in thirty yards were targeting. We're targeting. Yeah. There was a roughing the passer in there that was kind of questionable. Couple of holdings, uh, a lineman downfield on what was a beautiful play. The Matt Corral oh, yeah. fake the draw, RPO, pull up just shy of the line of scrimmage. Perfect touch pass to Jerry Neely, waltz into the end zone. And they waited like 10, 12, 15 seconds before they dropped the flag for Van Downfield. Yeah. 
Sorry for blocking. Yeah. That's all they got. They're just blocking him down the field. It's not their fault that the guy doesn't have any resistance. That's that going, such a pretty play. That's going to be yeah. so difficult to stop. It's got to happen faster because it, it, that's a true option play, right? I mean, with you know, I'm not Jeff Lebby and I didn't talk to him, but that is a true option play where a run is a possibility, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, so yeah, so then so then it's just got to happen. Of the RPO. It's got to just happen yeah. a little bit faster. That's yeah. all, and that will be a play if it does happen a little bit faster to avoid the lineman downfield. How do you even try to stop something like that? that that's why offense is so explosive now in, in college and the NFL, because you can do stuff like that. How do you stop something like that? Have a penalty thrown on it? Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> ho- hope they hope the lineman takes uh, four steps instead of three, I guess, and gets out of there. That was uh, That was crafty. Yeah. Was there a fake on the handoff, or was it like a straight quarterback draw, but the back slips forward? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. Um. Thought the defense got a little gassed in the second half. It did. Some of that was a function of two of your starting weak side linebackers are down. You got guys playing out of position. You got guys playing a little more uh, more snaps. What? How much of it goes to the fact that the game was over at halftime? It did feel like schematically it was a. We'll give you eight to ten, you know, and if you're going to score, it's going to take you 12 plays in six minutes, and that's fine, kind of thing. But the depth is still an issue. They're, they're dramatically improved on that side of the ball, but they still are going to be lacking in depth. And that did show. It wasn't just that Louisville was scoring, it was also in the first half, they were really sure tackling and aggressively tackling. And a couple times in the second half, Louisville was able to escape arm tackles and drag piles and stuff like that. I mean, Ole Miss did get tired, and you could see the results of that. And in part because they just, in certain spots, lacked depth. And also, you know, two linebackers that were going to play heavy snaps got ejected from the game. So that also hurts you. I think Ole Miss came out of the game pretty healthy. There, there's one question that I have that we just don't know the answer to. I, I, I asked during the game and was led to believe there was nothing wrong. Ben Brown didn't play the fourth quarter and may not have played much in the third quarter. And that's, if there's something there, that's a little concerning. Maybe he wasn't playing well and they just pulled him out and decided they were going to put somebody else in and give him a shot. I, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I do think that's something that Lane Kiffin's got to be asked about, hey, yeah. is, is Ben Brown okay? And if it's just like him getting banged up, luckily for the schedule, you don't have to play him this week. Yeah. You better this not. Is, <laughs> th- yeah, th- this coming Saturday is very much a keep everybody healthy, get some guys some experience, pad some stats, and, and get to the house. The following week is not that at all. I mean, Tulane's shown you they can play. I mean, they they played effectively a road game at Oklahoma, and it was a five-point loss. Creative offense. A top-five team. Willie Fritz, a really good coach. They got some players. Their quarterback, tough as nails. So two weeks from now, you don't have that luxury at all. you got to play hard against Tulane. This week, Ole Miss should be able to throttle it back a little bit from a physical standpoint. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at PeroniStreetPros.com.
News. I'm Rich Dennison. As the government works to resettle Afghans who fled the Taliban, Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark Milley tells Fox News the vetting process will separate any refugees who pose a risk to the country. I'm very comfortable that uh, you know these folks are being properly cleared through the FBI. The State Department has said any refugees who raise a red flag are sent to a third country for further review. Texas Governor Greg Abbott today signing into law voting reform legislation he and fellow Republicans say is designed to ensure security in the state's elections. Election integrity is now law in the state of Texas. Critics say the reforms will hinder Texans' abilities to vote, especially people of color and minorities, by restricting mail-in voting and banning 24-hour polls and drive-through voting. America's listening to Fox News. My name is Larry Warren, Warren and Warren Asphalt Paving. Larry, we've seen new asphalt companies coming into the area. What's the difference between them and what Warren and Warren offers? Well, first of all, Warren and Warren will be here with you now and after the job is done. These other people, you don't know where their home office is. They're from out of town. Do they have a tax ID number? Do they pay taxes in the state of Mississippi? That's the biggest problem. Do they have anything with the Better Business Bureau? You look into it a little further, you may find out that they're not even listed with the Better Business Business Bureau. Everybody is different. If a person beats us on a bid, most of the time it's because you're not comparing apples to apples. They're not doing the exact same thing that we're doing. And we stand behind our work and we're going to be here. And we do all kinds of work. Anything from a patch job to a million dollar job. It doesn't make any difference. People can call me at any time. They can call my telephone number, 601-270-4637. Or my office number, 601-736-1203. We still do not do highway work and never will. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Toyota plant in Blue Springs has begun a three-week production break. No new vehicles will be produced at the plant until at least September 27th, as the world's largest automaker has decided to reduce its global production volume by 40% this month due to supply chain issues caused by the pandemic. According to the Daily Journal, during the halt, employees can choose to take unpaid leave without penalty, come to work, or they can take paid time off. And blood supply remains at a critical low. Merle Eldridge with Mississippi Blood Services says that donations are needed to ensure hospitals have what they need should an emergency arise. 9.9 times out of 10, the product used is O negative. And we just simply don't have it on the shelves. And a lot of people think, well, if that should happen, I'll go in and donate. But that's not how it works. It's the blood that's on the shelf right now that saves lives. Visit msblood.com to find out how you can help. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org. 
In honor of Saturday's 20th anniversary of 9-11, the Mississippi Department of Public Safety has partnered with the Mississippi Braves to host First Responder and Military Appreciation Night. First responders, active duty, and retired military and public safety employees can get two free tickets to Saturday's game. They'll have a flyover presented by the Mississippi Air National Guard and post-game fireworks. So on game day, the tickets will be available at the Braves ticket office. Just present your work ID or law enforcement badge. And following the recent impact of Hurricane Ida, Governor Tate Reeves recognized the dedication of Mississippi's emergency management team. I believe in my heart that Mississippi has the best emergency management agency in America. Every one of these men and women that work here and all of our sister agencies throughout state government make me proud to be a Mississippian because they step up. There is no such thing as Monday through Friday. These jobs are literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19, and if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. I'm Rebecca Turner. I'm vaccinated because I want to set a great example for my children and also keep them safe. If you want to save lives and also get back to normal, get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if you get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi Media. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Question on the Ceasefire text line. Let Ceasefire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. Sports Talk Mississippi. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com to see all that Pearl River Resort has to offer. The Golden Moon, the Silver Star, great restaurants like Philip M's and Mama and M. And, of course, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Two courses, the Azaleas, the Oaks, fall golf coming. Such a good getaway. Check them out, PearlRiverResort.com. We need to clarify something, Richard, by the way. Apparently, people think that we didn't do a show yesterday. Yeah. And we did a show yesterday. for nothing. Talked extensively about Mississippi State and and Louisiana Tech. We did do a show yesterday. We did not ignore that game. We talked about it. The entire weekend's worth of college football. We talked about LSU, talked about Alabama. I mentioned Mississippi State's baseball national championship. It was a full show. Nailed it. He did. He got it in there. That happened. Well, he just got it in there again. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Well, well, two for one action there. But yes, guys, we did do a show yesterday. 
And, and that is the Check case out the podcast. every single year on Labor Day. We look. We we have the the three of us with our bosses. Uh, Labor Day is a holiday at Super Talk Mississippi. We're the only show that's live on Labor Day, kind of like Memorial Day. We're the only show that's live on Memorial Day, and it's because we believe that the sporting calendar doesn't stop. Memorial Day is the day every year that college baseball regionals are announced, and it doesn't feel like, given how much we cover college baseball for like eight months out of the year, it makes sense to not have a show on the day that regionals are announced. And we do a day on Labor Day because it's the first Monday after the first weekend of the college football season, and it feels like it would be disingenuous to spend as much time as we do on college football and not be with you on that Monday. It was a little bit different. I was in Atlanta. I was only with you for an hour and 20 minutes. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad said, hey, don't worry. In fact, go away, Richard. We're good. Please go away. We would rather you not be here for the last two hours and 40 minutes of the show. They carried it the rest of the way. If you missed any of yesterday's show, you can get it on demand at supertalk.fm. You can download it as a podcast for absolutely not one penny. That is free wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you can get the... um, uh, the Super Talk Mississippi app for free in the App Store or at Google Play. Now, with all that said, we will rehash some of the things that we discussed yesterday in the name of understanding that just because we work doesn't mean you were in your normal routine on a holiday. And so we'll go back through some of those things. But before we do that, because we already have plans today for the college football fix, College football fix driven by Ford coming up a little bit later. Uh, how about this question? Are you guys going to get into the LSU mess for the college football fix today? No, we got new lines that are out on Tuesday, so that's what we'll do. So let's get into the LSU mess right now. Where do you start? Where do you start I mean, with LSU? At the top, Ed Orgeron. I mean, okay. it's just it's just not working. 2019 may be one of the biggest outliers in the history of college football. In I mean, the was, history of the world! I mean, that is literally possibly the... I mean, I, I, maybe the greatest team in the history of the sport. And coming out of the back end of that, they are going to... They, they went 5-5 five and five last year. And they are well on their way to another five losses this year. It's incredible. I do the sissy blue thing. So a lot of they got a lot of love on Twitter and, and whatnot. And honestly, I laughed when he said that. I did. I thought it was kind of funny. Kiffin's keeping it going. <laughs> but if you're gonna say that, win the game. If you're gonna talk junk to fans on your way into the stadium, buddy, you better win the game. Or else they're going to throw it right back in your face. So it's best not to engage fans as you're walking into a stadium that your team's going to get embarrassed in. But if you're going to do it, win. Maybe do the sissy blue thir- shirt thing after the game instead of before. That's all. It's. Um, I agree. I thought it was funny when I saw it. Right? It's like, oh, wow. And I, I mentioned yesterday, I love the uh, the highway patrolman who gave the big flex and pointed to his bicep as they were walking under. LSU was telling that fan to bring his bleep down there. Bring your bleep down here. And that sissy blue shirt. Except the man in the purple tie. However, 
If I'm an LSU fan, I'm not super jazzed up about it. Right? It's one thing for all of us to watch it happen and go, oh, that was funny. And LSU fans probably laugh it off and have a big old ha-ha about it if LSU goes in and takes care of business against UCLA. But they didn't. And, and this is the thing that stands out to me about LSU against UCLA. It's not that LSU lost the game. But we talked all summer long about, yeah, UCLA, they were close last year. Seems like Chip Kelly's got things moving in the right direction. Nice transfer running back with Charbonnet from Michigan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We talked about all of those things. I'm LSU. Here's the concerning thing. LSU got whipped physically by a bunch of guys in sissy blue shirts inside the chalk lines, inside the painted lines. LSU got manhandled on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. That's what's concerning to me if I'm an LSU fan. People say, well, what if UCLA is really good? Yeah, UCLA may be really good. I don't care who you, LSU is playing. LSU, with the way that roster is constructed, is not supposed to get manhandled at the line of scrimmage. And that's what happened. Did, did you guys see the same thing that I saw in 100%. watching that? 100%. Jimbo t- texts us. He said, LSU reminds me of Auburn after Cam Newton. But even with that, I mean, you you knew that Auburn was sort of a one-hit wonder. That the Cam Newton had sort of carried that team, and I know Burrow was great, but they had so much around him on both sides of the ball. They were just super talented everywhere. They had a ton of NFL guys. That Auburn team had two, and it just doesn't make sense how they've fallen apart like this. I mean, it it really felt like I, I wasn't saying they were going to you know start every year challenging Alabama, but I thought okay, he's got this program to the point where they're going to be consistent. 10 wins and then they'll have the years where they jump up to 11 and they challenge Alabama. No, it's gone the it's gone the uh, the opposite direction entirely. It doesn't make any sense. They recruit too well to be this bad. But yeah. I mean there's a chance they rattle off 5 in a row. They'll be favored in the next 5 games. Possibly, yeah, maybe Auburn I mean, they're not, but I mean they're going to beat McNeese and they should beat Central Michigan and then we'll see at Mississippi State. And then they've got Auburn. Auburn's interesting to me. And again, I'm not I'm not ready to pass judgment on Auburn based on one performance against Akron. Not anywhere close. But Bo Nix was good. They're two two hundred and seventy five yards in control. Super athletic. I mean so I can't wait to see happens, more from Auburn. The ship could what be happens? righted or, or or it could sink in the next five weeks. What happens to Orgeron if they lose at Mississippi State? Does not finish the season as the head coach at OSU. There's no way. There's no way, right? Do they fire him that weekend, that that Monday? I mean. And hand the reins to who? Anybody else. But but here's the problem. That's the problem is they don't have an experienced guy on staff that they can make in the interim. But, but, But here's my problem with that suggestion. All right, Borky, you've talked about this a lot, right? LSU is looking at this NCAA investigation, and they may start leaking stuff. They have an out. To give themselves an out. Yeah. 
Can they do that if they lose to Mississippi State and decide to get rid of him then when it's clear that the reason they got rid of him is because of performance on the field? It's a really you good might point. Say, yeah, they they got to bite the bullet then. If that's the route got, they're going to take, they got to bite the bullet and let him coach the rest of the season. You let him coach the rest of the season, but then you throw out some. I mean, you're going to have to take a. I mean, there there is no NCAA right now. All right, you're you're not going to get any real punishment. You got to throw out a, like a big allegation. Oh, Coach O knew that Darius Geis assaulted that woman and did nothing. Take it. Yeah, they've take got that multiple hit, outs. Get him out. Don't have to pay the money, and you move on. That's the thing. We we don't know it publicly, but we know it sort of privately. There's plenty that they could throw out to get him out of that job if they wanted to. And I'd have to pay him a dime. It's only been one week. But as we talked about LSU coming into this Love season, the, the question was, what What if it does go wrong? What if it does go wrong? They're going to win their next two against McNeese and, and Central Michigan. And they got to go to Starkville. And they got Auburn. If LSU's two and two or two and three after four or five games, does that team turn on him again? Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and in Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. So far this afternoon, just some congestion on Highway 18 at Greenfield and Brandon. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns causing any major problems. This traffic update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. The place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. Stop by to find out more. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. 
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. I think there are a lot of people, a lot of people, that like to read the first three pages of the book and then jump to the end and see how it finishes. Not interested in the ride, not interested in the journey, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. I say that in relation to all of these text messages coming in that say, who will LSU hire if they get rid of Ed Ogeron? Look, man, you don't want to miss chapters 2 through 29 in this book. If you just read chapter 1, you don't want to skip straight to chapter 30. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, it is. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. You may want to guess the ending, but I would encourage you to read the, uh, the middle chapters as well because it could be quite eventful. Yeah, it could. Although, see, I think LSU is the job that Billy Napier has been waiting on. I also think that they will, even though he's in the NFL now and he's going to be an NFL coach one day, will try to make Joe Brady their next head coach and they will call him a thousand times and a thousand and one if it takes an extra one to get him to come. Because they're going to look at Joe Brady as the reason they won a national championship and the only way they're going to get back there is to bring him back. And we're two years removed now from Joe Brady being the offensive coordinator at LSU and look at what they've done since. Yeah. But he'll say no because he's in line for an NFL head coaching job and they'll have to move on after him. But I think they're going to call him a thousand times. They haven't been terrible offensively post-Joe Brady. They haven't been the most prolific. They haven't been the most prolific offense in college football. But LSU's issues the last two years, Saturday night included, are on the defensive side. I've seen people say that Dave Aranda would be on their short list. Ooh, no, God, no. They yeah, so much you want to talk about how great. disappointed how disappointed they would be? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if that's great what for they us. go for. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's what when when Billy Napier has What's said Mike no Archer to doing? to multiple SEC jobs. It's been multiple. I think he's waiting for LSU at this point. There's nothing else that makes sense. I think he's waiting for LSU, possibly Clemson or Alabama, I suppose. But he's got the five or six best jobs in college football in mind, and he's not going to take any job except for those? That's the only thing that makes sense at this point. Unless you hate it when I go back to this. Yeah, he's, he's not staying at Louisiana forever. There's no but shot. What he's, if he what, is? he's not. What if he likes making two and a half million dollars and living in Lafayette and winning ten games a year with no pressure? Because you could make seven and a half million dollars in Baton Rouge and actually compete for a national championship. Yeah. With the inability to go to the grocery store. 
give me more money and more local attention. A hundred times out of a list is for. All right, you just you do it online. Send send somebody to pick it up. And get your assistant or whatever to do it. I I understand, like I get it. And more is better, and more is more, and all those things. But but what if Billy Napier is different? He's not. Well, then he's just. How do you he's know? Most, do you know him? He's the most different guy in college football. Because to be as good as you are at something so uber competitive, there's no way you're just going to be happy with going to the New Orleans Bowl every year. Unless he is just literally just dead set on replacing Saban. Yeah, that's the only thing that that you know. That's it. There's no way he's he's that, like, that is I've certainly reached, putting all of your eggs in one basket. It is, and I don't think he'd get that job. I don't think he's the first choice. But to to be like Borky just said, to be a, a college football coach and and reach Louisiana Lafayette and say, "I've peaked. This is as good as it's going to get for me." Come on, I don't. I can't buy into that. I do. I, no, I a couple I'm kind people. of arguing for the sake of arguing. I, I I honestly am. But but there is something to be said for the fact that he's been given great support by his administration. He is a hero in Lafayette. It seems like a place where his family is happy. He's making $2 million a year. He can buy anything he wants. He can go anywhere he wants. He can do anything he wants. And he's happy and he's successful. They also have a Popeye's buffet in Lafayette, so it could be something that plays into that. There's an old Daniel Tosh skit uh, about how money doesn't buy happiness. Sure. You ever seen somebody frown on a wave runner? There's an old Daniel Tosh get about. He could buy a Wave Runner dealership. <laughs> I mean, it's it would be five million extra dollars. A couple people have texted about Hugh Freeze, by the way. LSU would be the program to ignore what they're being investigated for, but I don't think yes. LSU can hire somebody with a sex scandal in their background, considering That's they true. are being investigated for that very thing. I don't think you can make that hire. The good news for LSU is somebody asked about Lincoln Riley, and I don't think Lincoln Riley would go to LSU, but he'll take the call. Oh, yeah. They'll make a run He'll out listen of to what they have to say. Um, we learned in the baseball search, their athletic director fancies his himself and his athletic department very high. There will be no sure. name that's off limits. Hey, I want to back up just for a second. You know I am the last person on earth that is going to defend Hugh Freeze in anything. But I'm not sure that lumping Hugh Freeze and LSU's Title IX investigation culture of sexual harassment being allowed, I'm not sure that's a fair lumping those two together, is you can't hire him because he had some personal indiscretions probably related to an escort service and cheating on his wife with covering up sexual assault and not having Title IX investigations. I just, if I am leadership at LSU, I don't want that just, around. Just avoid the headache. Just yeah. avoid it completely. That, that, that's fine. That, that That's fine. But I do think it's important to say we're There's not talking about them being yeah. the same thing. They're I, not I the same thing, but they are in a similar category. And that's eh, a category. The same genus. Eh. Not the same species, but, you know. And I, I, I don't... The, I'm not sure that I agree with you on that. Look, look, I, you know I don't like you, Freeze. Well, you're defending him right now. Are you sure? He did had you, an issue you... in his personal life with massages and infidelity. LSU is covering up systematically and institutionally 
sexual assault. Those aren't the same thing. They're not. They aren't. The, they aren't the same thing. They're not. The only the the only thing that's the same in those two words is the word sex. That's it. And and when something is that sensitive, yeah, it's just better to stay away. And, and that's fine. If you wait, wait, I think we me, all agree. It's just okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, we all agree Richard is a big Hugh Freeze mark. Loves him. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Um, Trey in Grenada says Brent Venables. I wouldn't. Another guy that seems to be pretty happy doing what he's doing, making $2 million a year. LSU has got to get a head coach. Got to get a head coach. Got to get somebody who is a head coach. And again, you know how their athletic director works. He's go. He is going to make a splash hire. He is yeah. going to yeah. steal somebody from somewhere. If it takes twelve million dollars a year, he's going to do it. If I'm LSU, the only coordinator I would be willing to talk to is Joe Brady. That's the only one. That's it. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but Lane Kiffin's going to get a phone call. That's what no I was about doubt. to say, and, and I'm he's going to get a phone you guys call. Talked about it. Yeah, that that's that's a a legitimate chance to happen. Oh, we got a funny tweet, funny text. What happened? Adam and Baldwin. Well, not yet. Not In yet. five years, let's let's got see how it goes. Still to do. Um, yeah, I mean, look, is Lane Kiffin's name going to pop up? Of course it is. And why wouldn't it? I think there's some challenges there. Will Lane Kiffin take the call? Will Jimmy Sexton take the call? Uh, yeah. Yep. And he'll make sure Keith Carter knows, oh, buddy, will, we're taking will, those calls. Will Lane Kiffin get a massive raise out of it? Yep. At worst. He'll tell if LSU, like, call smart, me at 4.05. And then at 4.03, if Ole Miss is smart... As a result of Lane Kiffin getting a call and Lane Kiffin getting a massive raise, Ole Miss will get a PR win of saying, our guy told LSU no. And it'll be worth whatever they pay. And oh, by the way, he's going to keep winning. And if he goes to LSU, well, that's a problem because he'll win big down there. Yep. He will. Yeah. But you know what? Just... If, if, if Lane Kiffin leaves... It'll be the fastest coaching search in the history of college athletics for Ole Miss. Should be. Should be. I don't know. You just stick your head out of the hallway and go, hey, Jeff, come here, let's talk. You want to raise a a new title? You should have a little bit of a search. There there, there might be. I mean, I like Lebby and all, but there might be somebody else that's interested in that job that is a good head coach, as a head coach. I don't know. I mean, you know. Levy can be 1B, but, you know, you, you reach out to someone. Who? I don't know who that person is off the top of my head. I'd have to think about it for a minute. Are you going to steal Scott Satterfield from Louisville? You know, a few years back, that would have been a sexy He high. was hot as a firecracker two years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I need to raise my hand and say I may have been pretty wrong on that. Yeah. I'm a big fan you of this. You weren't alone. was. Um... They could call Chip Kelly's people. I think he's probably content where he's at. Kind Not of a West, West Coast, Coast guy. guy. He doesn't. He didn't want any part of the SEC. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Luke Johnson will join us next. We'll talk some Southern Miss. 
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 70. A look at your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 90. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 87. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Toyota plant in Blue Springs has begun a three-week production break. No new vehicles will be produced at the plant until at least September 27th, as the world's largest automaker has decided to reduce its global production volume by 40% this month due to supply chain issues caused by the pandemic. According to the Daily Journal, during the halt, employees can choose to take unpaid leave without penalty, come to work, or they can take paid time off. And blood supply remains at a critical low. Merle Eldridge with Mississippi Blood Services says that donations are needed to ensure hospitals have what they need should an emergency arise. 9.9 times out of 10, the product used is O negative. And we just simply don't have it on the shelves. And a lot of people think, well, if that should happen, I'll go in and donate. But that's not how it works. It's the blood that's on the shelf right now that saves lives. Visit msblood.com to find out how you can help. 
Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi now. now. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. There he is, live and in living color, if you are watching on supertalktv.com. Joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke Johnson, co-host of the Eagle Hour, Super Talk Hattiesburg, Super Talk Laurel, in his office, looking studious with all of those books behind him. Luke, did you tell me a second ago you just got stung by a wasp? Yeah, I was kind of concerned. I walked in, uh, walking up some steps, and I guess uh, there's a wasp nest I didn't know about, and I saw something fly at my face. And, uh, yeah, he drilled me right there, and, and uh, so I went and got some ice. I told Borky, I said, I may look like an ogre in about 30 minutes. Um, but, anyway, glad to jump on here with you guys for video for the first time. Joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line, Shrek. Hey. My high school baseball nickname was Ogre, so it's appropriate. There you go. I uh, hope the uh, hope it doesn't swell up too bad and you don't have some sort of an anaphylactic reaction while we're on the air or anything like that. Me too. Um, you went to Mobile on Saturday. It was uh, was not pretty. Tell us more. Probably the, the best quote that I've ever heard from a head coach uh, was today. They, they asked Will Hall after practice, what was the one thing that jumped off to you most from the tape? He said, quote, what a terrible coach we've got. We've got a terrible head coach, and that's being addressed right now. He said it was probably the worst offensive performance he's ever witnessed in, in football. Um, just talked about how he had good players, uh, but he, to quote him, he said, quote, I suck tonight, and we'll get it right. So uh, a lot you can appreciate him, um, you know, manning up to that, and it wasn't pretty – the final score looks looks pretty awful, 31-7. to There was a pick six right at the end. The defense really only gave up 17 points. Um, Southern Miss fumbled the ball away two times um, in, in the 10. 
um, in, inside the 10 and really couldn't do much on offense other after the uh, the second offensive drive of the game. And uh, the defense limited South Alabama to only 31 yards rushing, uh, but Trey Lowe was, was not very good. Um, and as the game went on, he threw the ball a little better. We can talk more maybe about what affected him in the first half. But, yeah, it was, uh, to quote Will Hall, it was a uh, humiliating performance. All right, so, yeah, I mean, you appreciate Will Hall standing up and going, look, that's on me. And and that's a guy that's standing up for his team and defending his team, and, and you hope that that pays dividends with them. But in reality, was it poor coaching? Um, I think the play calling in, in some respects early in the game, a lot had a lot of people scratching their head. Southern Miss didn't just try to establish the run. Um, they tried to dominate by the run. Uh, as the game progressed, South Alabama stacked the box and forced them to throw the ball. When you look at the rushing, uh, Frank Gore had 19 carries. Trey Lowe had 19 carries. Probably five to seven of those were rushes that were actually uh, called passing. But um, there was some you know, slow-developing uh, running plays. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in some ways – Obviously, they didn't go out and execute like they like they thought. But Southern Miss fans have been talking some about the the play calling aspect also. So Trey Lowe throwing the football thirteen to twenty nine hundred thirty three yards, couple of interceptions, no touchdowns in the uh, in the ball game. Uh, Trey Lowe had a, by all accounts, a really good camp leading into the the, the season. Uh, you do have people that are going, Tykes, you got to take lumps. Let's take him with the young guy who's going to be in the program for the next three or four, five years, however long. Are you on board with that? I mean, it worked in 1987, but I don't think they should try it right now. Um, okay. There was a you know a dude named Favre that came in and, and beat Tulane. Uh, I, I don't what, – what, what it shows you is, is maybe in some respects, Tykes and T-Webb, um, maybe how far back they are from playing. And, again, you know, it could be that, that – that Ty Keys is a gamer, but the really the the key play for Trey Lowe it was in the first or second drive. He actually got he was running and he actually got hit helmet to helmet. They didn't call it, but it was on a third down. His helmet came down, uh, busted his nose open. Um, some people thought he may have had a broken nose. It, it wasn't. I don't think that's what it was. But the rest of that half, he was just off. I mean, he was. It was like he was half a read or or uh, half a progression off. He would see guys after they would open the window to throw the ball would be closed, or uh, he would try to force a pass like perhaps that he, he's, he you know, was going to make it a throw and then hesitated. And that's what was really frustrating in the passing game in the first half. Um, Frank Gore Jr. dropped a, a touchdown uh, or what, what probably would have been a touchdown. Low threw the ball better in the second half. Now they had to really sell out to, to throw because of, of how South Alabama defended it. Um, so I, I definitely think um, that was in a lot of ways just a, it was just a bad game and you know really the I think a lot of expectations have have been loaded on him and um, perhaps you know he put too much on himself he manned up to it when the game was over with and uh, you know I'm sure against Grambling this week they'll be able to to get him more confidence going forward. I was going to say so where do you go to here uh, from here when you you look at the schedule it's Grambling State this week. And then it's Troy, back-to-back home games, and then a trip to Tuscaloosa. So that's the next three weeks for this Southern Miss team. Uh, in, in terms of just kind of one step at a time, grambling this week, you, you need to get a win, first and foremost. Beyond that, what do you need to see? Just better across the board? Jason Brownlee wasn't involved in the offensive game. Some of that was was uh, South Alabama's plan. 
but he dropped two passes that was thrown to him. You got to see uh, Trey Lowe um, be able to to read defenses better. Um, you you got to be able to finish. I mean, there's no excuse for for being inside the ten twice and, and coming away with no points. Um, they got on South Alabama's side of the field and couldn't get into field goal range. That was in the, the first half. Uh, and so you, you, you have to take advantage of that. Um, really, the turning point in the game was on special teams. I think it was in the second quarter. Uh, we, we fumbled. Cam Harrell fumbled a kickoff return and gave South Alabama, like, the ball inside the 25 and put the defense, you know, in a real difficult place. And, and South Alabama never looked back after that. So you got to clean up that stuff. I think in some ways – some people thought that, that this was a, an easier turnaround than what it was, um, that maybe we could get a new offense installed and everything would, would be great. I mean, I think Kane, Kane Womack had those, those dudes ready to play. Major Applewhite had a, a real, made a nice game plan, made some nice uh, calls, especially, um, in the goal line area. Jake Bentley was efficient, I think 17 to 22. Though, there's what, what concerns you is South Alabama was picked to finish second in their second to last in their division. Troy is it was uh, picked to finish second in the division. So now you got somebody coming in, in in two weeks, and they're on paper at least a better program. I think South Al will will possibly have a winning season this season. I mean, uh, they bought into what Kane's doing, so I think they're better. Tolbert was as advertised. Um, he'll be you know possibly uh, maybe a second round pick next year. That's still up for debate. But you got to get some some momentum this week. You got to get Trello some confidence because, on paper, at least a better team is is playing you at the Rock in two weeks. You thought that there was going to be a pretty decent Southern Miss crowd that made the trip to Mobile. That turned out to be the case. It was. Um, I was kind of surprised that South Alabama's crowd didn't show up, you know, as they should, um, in, you know, in that new stadium. But yeah, there was a ton of of gold, and uh, somewhere I've heard the number thrown around, maybe five thousand fans. Um, but from everything, it, it was funny. We went and ate it at Dreamland pregame, and of course there were no South Alabama fans in there. And the Alabama, you know, game was on. Then you know you expect that. Dreamland wasn't serving ribs when we got there. That may have been the biggest surprise uh, of the day. But um, they served anything else. Uh, yeah, we had to get I had to get some chicken and some other things. Yeah, they I think they had had a big overload at lunch. And we're still trying to get them fixed. But anyway, a lot of Southern Miss fans on campus and made their presence known. And that's one thing coming away. Southern Miss fans had bought into what had been said over the course of the season. How much, you know, whether or not they're fickle going forward, we shall see. Last thing for you, uh, Luke. I, I was driving home from Atlanta today and going through Birmingham, drive right past the brand-new stadium that UAB's got right there in the heart of downtown. It's spectacular. Uh, you saw Hancock-Whitney Stadium this weekend where South Alabama plays their home game. By all accounts, really, really nice. In terms of uh, a commitment to facilities and kind of keeping up with some of the fellow teams within the region, what's got to happen to uh, to the Rock? Or, or does anything have to happen? Um, in some ways, you know, with the Rock, it is what it is. Some of that legacy, you know, the the the, the players built it, you know, helped build it back in the day. And of course, when they added the extension, the end zone. I guess the most frustrating thing at South Alabama was to look beyond Hancock Whitney and see an indoor facility, something that Southern Miss has desperately needed forever. Our indoor facility was we had turf in the Rock when it rained. I mean, when I played, and that's even you know the way it is now. Um, Jeremy McLean had right before COVID, they were supposed to announce a big facility, you know, kind of pledge and plans that got held up because of COVID. I asked him uh, about a month or so on the Eagle Hour about that. That still will be released later on, but they do have a pledge and our plan in place at least. And it may be in January they should do that, but 
yeah, that was the most frustrating thing is to see a you know pretty nice um, indoor, uh, not a traditional indoor. It's got more open sides than what you would see, but that was that was pretty neat. Kane Womack, Kane Womack has the facilities um, that he needs to take a step up in the Sun Belt down there. Southern Miss and Grambling coming up at 6 on Saturday night. If you want to watch it, it will be on ESPN3. And, of course, the uh, Southern Miss Sports Network, if you uh, want to listen to that. Luke, always uh, enjoy our visits. We will talk with you soon. Thanks, guys. See you later, Richard. That's Luke Johnson, co-host of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, Super Talk Hattiesburg, and Super Talk Laurel joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. A little bit later in the 5 o'clock hour, Cole Kublik from ESPN and the SEC Network will join us. This is Sports Talk. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. For the most part, looking pretty good. Starting to see some congestion build up uh, northbound on Lakeland, uh, right at airport and down in Richland, looking at delays 49 southbound from Old 49 down to Harper. This traffic update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 to calendar year total sales. 
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, uh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. A programming note, we're going to uh, visit with Cole Kubelik later in the week. He is not available this afternoon. Had something come up, and so we will reschedule with uh, with him. Haydad, was an extra day to uh, think about it, to mull it over? Have you thought any more or come up with any more angles on Mississippi State's win over Louisiana Tech? You know, I think people are being awfully harsh on Will Rogers, but at the same time, I, I do think that he's got a lot of room to grow, to get better. Um, I mean, it's 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 just funny when you think about Mississippi State and historically what it's been as a passing offense and a quarterback goes you know thirty nine for forty seven for well over three hundred yards and three three touchdowns to one pick. People are like, yeah, that guy sucked. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. I, I think you know he's he's a good player. He's just, he's got some limitations, but State can work around his limitations, I think. I think that, you know, he's got to be a little more aggressive in his decision making. He's going to have to take a few more chances. He's going to have to trust his, his, his reads and then trust his arm. Um, but I think, you know, that's not the issue. The offensive line, you know, that's, that's, that's really where it, what it all comes down to. And that, that's what worries me, uh, you know, looking at them that, you, you, all offseason, that was the number one thing. And then the first game you come out against a, a mid-tier, at best, Conference USA team, and you still struggle, that doesn't give you a lot of, uh, a lot of warm and fuzzies. And that's not going to be something that, that's not something like penalties or turnovers where I feel like, okay, they can correct that. You know, you just, you got the guys you got. 
There's, there's no changing them. So you know, this week against North Carolina State, I mean, that, that's that's a good test. North Carolina State is a good football team. Uh, they, they are going to be a factor in the ACC this year. Uh, they are a team that, that can come into Starkville and win pretty easily if, if State doesn't. If State plays the way they played last weekend, North Carolina State will, will run them off the field. So you got you know when I, five days to figure it out, and I, I don't know if you can. I don't know what what the issue is there, but their offensive line play is a huge huge concern. And going into year two, that's that's disappointing because you would have thought that was the one thing they would have worked on improving in the off season. Yeah, and let me see if I can take it a step farther. And and you may disagree with me on this. If you drop passes, bunch of them in the first game, and yet you had been through an entire camp where you had almost no drops, you could say we're a better pass catching team than that. Mm-hmm. If you have more penalties than you want to have, you can chalk it up to it was game one, and for whatever reason, you know we can we can clean the penalties up. If you miss tackles, you can say, you know, kind of limited in our ability to tackle in fall camp because we're trying to keep people healthy. But if you can't block guys, like if you've got Louisiana Tech at your place and they're only rushing three and you can't keep those three from getting to your quarterback, is that fixable? The only way to fix it is to make changes within your scheme, and I don't. And as we all know, Mike Leach has always been very quick to do that. He's always been Forget a guy who's like, about it. <laughs> oh wait, it's the opposite of that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, does Mike Leach just show up at practice on Tuesday and say, "Guys, the wide split thing just isn't working the way we need it to. We got to have to bring these guys in. These SEC defensive linemen, they're too quick. They're too good." And we we just don't have the same tactical advantage we had in the Pac-12 and in the Big 12. Uh, I don't I don't see that happening though. So those guys are going to have to figure it out. And can they do that? That's a great question. It seems unlikely. I mean, it feels feels like you sort of are what you are. And then you know, can state change it? It's play calling a little bit. You know, be a little bit strong. You got f- five guys who are all recruited to run Mullen and Joe Moorhead's offense. They wanted to run the football. You know, I know Moorhead said he wanted to be more balanced, but I mean he ran the ball plenty. So do you do you go a little bit more to the running game? You were good last week in the running game. You averaged almost six yards a carry with your tailbacks. Marks looks like he's he's going to be a really good player for you. So that's maybe one way to do it is to to be a little more you know run heavy isn't the right word, but to to run the ball a little bit more. You had fourteen carries I think between your running backs last week. Can you get up? Yeah, to I was going to ask you of, of the five carries for Will Rogers. Were any yeah. of those designed runs, or were they all scrambles? Not, none of them were designed runs. He had one positive scramble, and he took a couple of sacks in there. So. Okay. Yeah. So there were 14 but, called running plays out of 47, 57, 66 total plays. Yep. Which I guess in terms of percentage is about where they were a year ago. That's 10% yeah. of plays yeah. were called runs. Yeah. And that... Maybe that needs to go up a little bit, give, give your O-line a little bit of a break, and let them do what they're best at. That's what those guys were recruited to do. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We've got more coming up. 5 o'clock hour is next. That means it's time for the college football fix. We will be right back. 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today touring areas of New Jersey and New York to get a first-hand look at the damage from the remnants of Hurricane Ida that hit the region last week. The losses uh, that we witnessed today are profound. Dozens of lost lives, homes destroyed. At least 50 deaths in six eastern states are blamed on the storm, in addition to the nearly two dozen dead in Louisiana and Mississippi when Ida made landfall. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Qatar discussing ongoing efforts to get U.S. citizens and others out of Afghanistan. Antony Blinken is warning the Taliban against blocking Americans from leaving Afghanistan. We're holding the Taliban to the commitments that they've made to ensure the free passage and safe travel. The Secretary of State said the Taliban has given assurances that people will be allowed to leave. Fox's Simon Owen in London. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When comparing Mississippi to its surrounding states, Mississippi Economic Council President Scott Waller says we shouldn't focus on the metropolitan areas inside of these states, such as Nashville and Austin, but rather on the more rural portions. I think what we have to realize is that the cost of living in Mississippi, the quality of life, the, the outdoors opportunities, the things that we can do here are an advantage that we need to be selling that we aren't selling as well as we are. Waller explained that young people that move away tend to return when they prepare to buy a home and settle down. And Congressman Michael Guest is calling the United States exit from Afghanistan a complete failure and shared his belief with Supertalk that Americans are less safe as a result of it. We are going to see many of these terrorist organizations, we're going to see them be able to reform, we're going to see them be able to use Afghanistan as a recruiting base, use Afghanistan uh, as a, a training base. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation stand for? Everything we do is built around attaining a better life for Mississippi farmers and ranchers and all Farm Bureau members. Things like rural broadband and private property rights, funding for roads and bridges, and our Child Saver program. We think these are outstanding causes, and hopefully you do too. Because when Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too. And just as tasty. Mm. 
Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50 cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Dolly Parton is set to visit Oxford to accept the Legacy Award from the Ole Miss Women's Council for Philanthropy next spring. The weekend of April 9th, she'll be honored for several things, including Dolly's Imagination Library, which gives free books to children around the world. During her visit to Oxford, Parton will read to hundreds of local children, and five Mississippi entities will share hundreds of millions of dollars in tax credit allocations. Through the U.S. Treasury Department's New Markets Tax Credit Program, the Recipients will use the $280 million to attract private investment needed in order to revitalize struggling local economies. Announcing the funding, Senator Roger Wicker shared that the program typically generates $8 of private investment for every $1 invested by the federal government. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk Mississippi. with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line the number is 601-879-4395 meet the authority team from ceasefire business gain the it expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com love to hear from you as we come to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com to see all that is happening at Pearl River Resort in Philadelphia. So we're going to get to our Tuesday lines. 
And then we'll circle back and talk a little bit more for uh, a new audience as folks are getting off work on this Tuesday, which may have felt like a Monday, but the cool part is you're going to get to Thursday and you're going to realize, oh, wow, the weekend's just around the corner. Hey, it gets all messed up when you have a three-day weekend and a four-day work week, but we are here for it and we are not complaining. I said this at the beginning of the show. Don't you guys agree this week is about to go by in the blink of an eye at this point? Four-day so. week. Let's hope so. Yeah. Football season. And game we on get Monday night. We get Cowboys Bucks on Thursday night. Man, are you kidding me? Thursday night football. Oh coming yeah. Up. yeah. I mean, see, week one in college football is the real start of the football season. It feels like it's here, but once you add the NFL into the mix, where you have football on Thursday, you have Big Ten games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for the next twelve weeks, thirteen weeks. Yeah. It's a bunch of them. It's a bunch of weeks in a row. And we are here for it with you. Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road in the 2021 F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, let's look at the games that are coming up this weekend that have a point spread associated with them. Oregon and Ohio State. Ohio State is a 14.5-point home favorite. It is, in a previous life, unfathomable that tickets are available for this game. And yet, Borky, you tell me that tickets are available for this game. Yeah, as of this morning, there were, and I'm not talking about secondary market, there's always tickets available for every game out there. There are sections, almost full sections in the upper deck behind the end zone in the uh, bold inside of Ohio Stadium that have not sold a seat yet. Which, by the way, doesn't look like a great seat. No, it's not, and they're listed at $160 a piece on top of that. You can sit behind the end zone on the very last row of a 105,000-seat stadium for $160. Maybe that's why, but I'm looking at three sections right now, one of which only has the first two rows sold from the school. Hmm. They'll probably end up selling them because it's Ohio State, but the fact that Ohio State number four in the country, or three in the country, hosting Oregon, a top 15 team, is not a sellout and may not be a hard sellout on game week is a sign. And not a sign for Ohio State. is a sign for everybody. Times, they are a-changing. No line on Alabama State and Auburn on the Plains. Boy, Auburn really, I mean, they jumped in headfirst into the deep end with their first two games, didn't they? Akron and Alabama State in weeks one and two. Then they will go to Penn State in week three. How about a pick and very game? Prepared. In... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A pick em game between South Carolina and ECU being played in Greenville. 
Uh, that line has moved, by the way, into East Carolina being the favorite after they got smoked by Appalachian State. That's crazy. Pittsburgh is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Knoxville against the Tennessee Vols. Second of three SEC teams that are underdogs in a non-conference game this weekend. South Florida on the heels of being beaten 45 to nothing, 49 to nothing by NC State is only a 28-point underdog to the Florida Gators in a game that is being played in Tampa. For what that's worth. Yeah, yeah. 97% Florida fans there. Yeah. Georgia, a 25-point favorite at home against UAB. Yeah, and everybody, after what we watched on Saturday, JT Daniels is going to throw for a bunch of yards and everybody's going to scream Heisman. I don't know how they're going to win 7-18, to negative 18, but sure. <laughs> Will Georgia score its first offensive touchdown of the season? Stay tuned for Saturday. Can I get a prop bet on that? What are the odds? Minus hey, 5,000? UAB is... UAB's a pretty decent football team. They're not bad. I mean, are you surprised if Georgia wins that game 38-13? to Nah. 38-17, something like that? Texas A&M goes to Denver to take on Colorado. Not playing at Folsom Field in Boulder. In Denver, Aggies are a 17-point favorite against the Buffs. No line on Mercer in Alabama. God bless the Mercer Bears. Nick Saban, I, I mean, coaches are so full of crap. His opening statement in his press conference, you know, it's a, a different type of offense and a challenging football team we've got. I know you have to, but come on, man. Yeah, my only question, though, is this one of those where Alabama goes up 28 to nothing in the first 11 minutes of the game, and then they just kind of cruise control it to a 42-3 to win? I mean, ahead of time, Mercer should agree to a running clock. And I think Alabama should agree to a running clock, too. Look, there is not a single player on Mercer that would make Alabama's roster in a tryout. Wouldn't make the top 100, walk-ons included, at Alabama. Just run the clock, let Bryce Young throw for four touchdowns, and make this game last an hour and 45 minutes. Hey, Dad, your favorite, the Cyhawk game. Not what I call I, it, but sure. Iowa State at home in Ames, favored by four and a half against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa State has had all kinds of trouble with their in-state rival from the Big Ten. Is this the year? That's that's college game day, too, is, is, in, uh, is there. Ooh. So, Is this the year? You know, I don't know, man. I, I could see Iowa going in there and winning that game. And, and I think because of Chris Fowler's U.S. Open duties, you've got Reese and Herbie doing the oh, uh, yeah. the Cyhawk game. Uh, Texas is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Arkansas. First hard sellout in Fayetteville since 2016, I think it is. Yes. I mean, it's 2013. Uh, 2013 it's six, or 2016? It's 16. Um, for some reason, I feel like you got to hammer Texas here. 
I'm not doing the their back thing. I don't think they're ready to compete for a championship yet. But uh, if you haven't watched Texas, just watch some of the highlights of their game. They looked really good. Really mm-hmm. good. And they will out-talent the heck out of Arkansas. And yes, it's a hard sellout, and the stadium will be nice and packed with a lot of people, 25,000 of which will be Texas fans. It's not like it's going to be some kind of environment that they won't be prepared for and will intimidate them. It'll be like that time Texas went to Ole Miss, and 40% of the stadium was Texas fans. That's what you're going to get. That's it's what it felt like. I was there that day. There were a bunch of them. That, that's what it'll be like in Fayetteville, and Texas has more athletes, and it looks like they are competently coached now after just one game, but they beat up on Billy Napier's club. It's almost like when you go out and you hire one of the uh, three or four best play callers in all of college football who has worked under Nick Saban and has had proven success at the Power 5 level, it's going to work out. And... I'm on board with where Texas is headed. I know not everybody is. I am. Uh, NC State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Mississippi State in Starkville. That game opened as a pick'em. Kentucky's a five-point. not right there. Say what? Something's not right there. Vegas does that fishy thing sometimes. This is what it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, though. Kentucky is a uh, five-point favorite at home against Missouri. No line on Ole Miss, Austin P. No line on McNeese and LSU. Michigan favored by six and a half against Washington. Washington trying to bounce back after their loss to Montana. And uh, Colorado State favored. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North End and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443. Typical delays this afternoon, 49 southbound uh, right around Old 49 down to Harper. Also seeing delays at the stack uh, east and westbound, 55 south uh, towards uh, westbound towards Gallatin as well as eastbound towards 49. Look for slowdowns there. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Story from, I guess it was the Clarion Ledger that was probably the uh, first to report it. Andy Kostka's story this morning. Offensive lineman for Mississippi State, Quatrivius. Help me. Quatrivius. Dollar bill. That's just the easiest way. Dollar Bill Johnson was arrested on charges of malicious mischief, according to the Octibaha County Sheriff's Office. The offense likely is the result of property damage, although more details were expected later this afternoon. I don't know that we've gotten them yet. Um, penalty carries a fine of up to $1,000 or up to 12 months in jail for property damage that equals $1,000 or less. Pretty sure this is a misdemeanor, right? I believe so, yes. Mike Leach says we're aware of the situation. We're gathering more information and don't have further comment at this time. Yeah. Anything you can add? Not a whole lot. I reached out to a friend of mine who's a police officer. I was just like, what is malicious mischief? And okay. he said a lot of times it's if you punch out a car window. Or you, you're in somebody's apartment and you, you put your fist through the wall because you're angry. Please, Thanks. examples of Brian Haydad is not reporting that dollar bill did no. these things. These are examples, no, no. examples of, of malicious what could mischief. could be classified as malicious mischief. Yes, that is, that's what we're saying. So Thank you. Because I was like, like what? Because we hear vandalism, I think, like, you know, graffiti. I'm like, he surely wasn't you're like putting graffiti up at, at two in the morning. So. That's what it, uh, you know, I don't know the exact charge or the details. I just know that he was arrested. And for a guy who didn't have his best game on uh, on Saturday, eh, not great. Not great. Who would his backup be? Cole Smith. Okay. Be the, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would definitely be the first guy off the bench there. 
Uh, I don't know why I have this vision in my head, but I've like I've envisioned him picking up a flower pot, like a clay flower pot, and crashing it on somebody's <laughs> sidewalk. It's like oh, that's malicious mischief. It's playing Which Legend of Zelda in real life. Can get arrested for. So yeah, yeah. Don't 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 know exactly what he did. So and I'm, I probably never will if I had to guess. Really. Ah, this you know. A police who's going to make a statement? I mean, I guess if somebody can get a police report, you can read a police report as to what actually happened. You could. We'll see if anybody wants to go that extra mile and do it. There you go. Um, legal issues for a guy that has a reputation of being one of the cleanest cut college basketball coaches in the country. Mark Few, the head basketball coach of. The basketball power Gonzaga arrested for DWI in Idaho yesterday. It happened at 8 p.m. Say what? So they had a few too many. Apparently so. Arrested at 8 p.m. Blew a one point. Uh, point? No, 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 not a one point. A point oh, one one, one two. Point. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. A, a point <laughs> one one two. Man. Swerving and speeding, and so he was pulled over, and it's DWI. 1.8. He got a little blood to his alcohol stream. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Jeez. Bad decision there. He was uh, outside yeah. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I'm just, like, guessing here. But that's like they were at the lake for Labor Day, and he was driving after... An afternoon of cocktails. Kind of what yeah. it sounds like. So we will uh, we'll see where that story goes. Probably nowhere. Probably he will do what he's supposed to do to get past that and will apologize no, publicly. and a little community service. and little community service and perhaps somebody, reprimanded by his athletics director and then move forward. Somebody tweeted it. I don't know who the sports writer was. They were like, wow, big time job about to come open. And they were like, what? Nobody's firing anybody over yeah. that. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me tell you what's not happening. What's not going to gonna happen, Mark yeah. Few. Man, he can no, get now, another one tomorrow. Now, they now still let, find a way. Yeah. Let Ed Orgeron get one. Well, coach, it's been a good run. <laughs> Conduct unbecoming of an institution. We can't and, have that. The state yeah. of Louisiana won't tolerate that kind of behavior. All right, so we um, we spent a good bit of time in the first hour of the show talking about last night's game between Ole Miss and Louisville, but uh, a lot of new audience with uh, folks getting off work, headed home, headed to dinner, whatever it may be for the uh, the evening. So let's circle back to that uh, that conversation. And, all right, Jen. Say what? I said, all right, Jen. We had a guy remind us on the text line that every time uh, somebody says circle back, it reminds him of the current press secretary. Jen Saki? Yeah. She is always she talking circle about circling back to things she has no intention of ever circling back to. She like the Buffalo Bills? She like circling the wagons? I don't know what's going on there. Nobody circles the wagons like the... Yeah. Hey, but the Bills actually circle the wagons, at least. Yeah, that's true. They, they, they have circled the wagons before. Anyway, oh, a guy oh, said on the text quick. line... Yeah, it called you Jen, and it cracked me up, so I wanted to relay that message Real quick, to you. how did we do on our picks? I was one and one. Did y'all keep up with your picks? My lock of the century was a big dud. Yeah. What about the other one? You had Arkansas, right? I had Arkansas nope. and... Oh. 
What's the other I one? I mean, I two think? games and we can't keep up with them. Come on, y'all. It was at the very end. Arkansas was a bit of a uh, late cover, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they backdoored there. Yeah. I think I took Arkansas and Ole Miss, didn't I? That might be correct. You did. Okay, so you were one, you were two and oh. Two and oh. All right. I'm one Shazam! and one. Borky's at best one and one. Do you remember the other one, Borky? I don't. I'll have to go back and listen. I'll go back and listen. Okay. I had Georgia and I had Louisiana Lafayette. Georgia won a football game against Clemson without scoring a touchdown via the offense. Yeah. It happens. That is a true statement. Very much a, uh, a true statement. What stood out for you last night for Ole Miss? One, something we didn't talk about earlier, because the story is defense. Of course it is. And it's going to be. Understandably so, because they were absolutely pathetic last year, and they were decidedly not pathetic last night, a welcome change. Uh, but I did notice something with Matt Corral. And even the games he played well last year, he often took risks, at times unnecessary risks, even in the good games. Would throw balls into tight windows where they weren't really there. Uh, but he would do it because he's got the arm talent to get away with it often. Last night did not do that. I, I can remember one throw where, uh, upon replay, you think, Ooh, he got away with one there, and it was the sideline pass to Drummond where he caught the football with the nose of the football. That was a risky throw. But there were multiple times in the game where they called one of those home run plays that they did so much of last year, and he wanted to throw the football. Like You could see him like get ready to throw and just would not pull the trigger. Instead, either checked down or took off running. And if that is going to be him all year... That's a big development for him and his bank account and also the football team. (laughs) Because if he's not forcing the ball down the field into tight windows that aren't there like he did years ago, or years ago, last year in multiple games that got him in trouble, that's growth in your quarterback. Because we know how talented he is, but if he's taking what the defense is giving him and not forcing the football, then that's a big development. Because he didn't force but one ball that I remember last night. And he still completed the pass anyway. And that's not a gun-shy thing. It's not that he's not willing to let it fly. It's that it wasn't there. It was Making covered. smarter decisions. At least for and, one game. Yeah. That's a promising sign, isn't it? Absolutely. And I mean, and, and look, Lane Kiffin is like out there on the record. With anybody that will listen to saying, if Matt Corral makes smart decisions and doesn't turn it over... He's going to be a first-round draft pick. Like you say that to anybody who will listen. And it's almost like he's getting that in the mind of general managers and draft analysts and everything else so that you start seeing that projection out there, out there, out there. And the numbers are going to go along with it, right? I mean, you know the arm strength is not a question. You can even see that on some of the underneath passes. And the deep ball touches there. There's plenty of that on tape. It's just get out of the bad decisions. Don't force it into traffic when it's not there. Take take an L when you have to and, and move on. A punt is okay. A sack is okay. Sometimes you don't want that to be the case all the time, but it's okay some of the time. Stewart says, do you guys ever remember a name in which a head coach was not named? I do not. Well, they did. Uh, the... Special teams coordinator was essentially 
acting head coach, although he didn't really have to do anything, but he was still in that role if needed. They just didn't really use it. Yeah, ultimately the breakdown was Jeff Levy's handling the offense. If he needs to take a timeout, he'll take a timeout. If he decides to go for it on fourth down, they'll go for it on fourth down. E.J. Durkin's handling the defense. If he needs to use a timeout, and then the liaison to the officials was Colvin Hutzler. And that's how they handled it. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 70. A look at your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 90. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. Need furniture or bedding now? The pandemic caused a big slowdown in production and shipping, so the wait can be longer than you'd like. Fortunately, Miss Skelly's has preferred status with our vendors, so despite some delays, we actually have a lot in stock and ready to go. Check out what's available now at MissSkelly's.com. The selection is growing, so if you don't see what you want, check again. Then order online or come into one of our showrooms. That perfect piece may be in stock and ready to go at Miss Skelly's. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. 
I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When comparing Mississippi to its surrounding states, Mississippi Economic Council President Scott Waller says we shouldn't focus on the metropolitan areas inside of these states, such as Nashville and Austin, but rather on the more rural portions. I think what we have to realize is that the cost of living in Mississippi, the quality of life, the, the outdoors opportunities, the things that we can do here, are an advantage that we need to be selling that we aren't selling as well as we are. Waller explained that young people that move away tend to return when they prepare to buy a home and settle down. And Congressman Michael Guest is calling the United States' exit from Afghanistan a complete failure and shared his belief with Supertalk that Americans are less safe as a result of it. We are going to see many of these terrorist organizations, we're going to see them be able to reform, we're going to see them be able to use Afghanistan as a recruiting base, use Afghanistan uh, as a, a training base. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. My name is Michael Borky, and I'm vaccinated to protect my family and because I think it's the right thing to do. If you want to save lives and do your part to help Mississippi, get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if you get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or calling 800-232-0233. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi Media. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the groove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Pass along some news to you and officially welcome a new host on Super Talk Mississippi. For the last 19 months, Gerard Gibbert has filled in as guest host of the JT show while JT uh, was battling cancer and ultimately passed away from uh, lymphoma. Middays with Gerard Gibbert is coming starting officially tomorrow, 10 to 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard is a Mississippi native. He's an entrepreneur. Uh, the press release says that he is a journey junkie as well, so he won't stop believing. Uh, and is uh, a businessman that has been very, very successful in the state of Mississippi. Uh, Gerard said it's been an honor over the past 19 months to guest host for JT as he focused on fighting cancer. While in the chair, I've gotten acquainted with the JT Show's vast audience, truly the best of Mississippi, without a doubt. They loved and respected JT, and I greatly appreciate the welcome they've extended to me. 
I'm super excited about launching my new show and look forward to achieving the standard of broadcasting excellence delivered daily by JT and consistent with the Super Talk tradition. Gerard's a, uh, a good guy. Getting to know him a little bit over the past year and a half. And uh, we are excited to officially welcome Gerard to the Super Talk family, although he has been part of this family for a uh, long time. So middays with Gerard Gibbert from 10 to 1 on uh, Super Talk Mississippi. And uh, we will uh, welcome Gerard and look forward to uh, listening to that as well. I guess technically midday started today. We just had the uh, the announcement that came out today as well, so I was giving it credit for starting tomorrow. But however you want to couch it, today, tomorrow, yesterday, it's all good. Happy to have uh, Gerard on board. Sports Talk Mississippi Big golf guy, that Gerard. There's it your is. your national championship drop. Got to do the golf drop. Gerard loves him some golf. Shout out Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley loves him some golf too, especially when it pays fifteen million dollars for winning. It's a lot. Pretty of good for winning. It's pretty good. A good golfer. Did you see that uh, he had won fourteen point eight million dollars in his career prior to this season? He just won fifteen million in a single fell swoop. Yeah, I'll take a career where I average or where I acquire fourteen million dollars before my big payday. It's not bad, and that doesn't count any of the other tournaments that he's won this year. Hey, four-time winner on the PGA Tour. Yeah. He's up for over uh, twenty million in earnings this year. Hey, and that's a lot of money, of course. But at least in that sport, you got to earn it. No guaranteed contracts in that sport. No, no, there's not. And and you want to talk about how thin the margin is for being on the PGA Tour and not being on the PGA Tour? In the Corn Ferry Tour Championship over the weekend, Mississippi native and former national champion Braden Thornberry missed a birdie putt on 18 by an inch and a half and came up one shot short of earning his PGA Tour card. How tough is that? Sucks. It's brutal. The guy at number 125, which is the line where you keep your card on the PGA Tour, made over a million dollars this year. The guy at number 10 on the Corn Ferry Tour list made about 200000 bucks last year, this past year. And that's not like you making 200000 bucks. That's... A lot less. There's a lot of expensive that come, uh, expenses that come out of that. No doubt. Yeah. Taxes in every state in which you play, travel, caddies, etc. It's, it, it's great. And there's endorsements on top of that and all the things that go along with it. But the next step for Braden Thornberry is the PGA Tour. And he's so close. He's going to get there. I don't think there's any question. His game is too good. He's been too close. He's got the experience. He'll get there. We saw with Chad Ramey this year. Been grinding away on every tour imaginable for the last most of the last decade. And then just kicked in the door this year. And you're gonna see him on the PGA tour next year. So really, really cool. Hayden Buckley got his card also, didn't he? Yep. Nice Mississippi presence on the uh, on the PGA tour and professional golf ranks coming up. Yes, sir. You didn't know this was gonna turn into a golf conversation. Had to. It's my fault. And, uh, Sorry, everybody out there listening. No, it's uh, it's okay. Bigger story in the game last night. What Ole Miss did offensively and how in control they were, or what Ole Miss did defensively 
and how much improved they were over last year. Oh, it's definitely the latter. I mean, you expected the offense to still be good. Yeah, it's 100% the defense. That's, that is the story. That is the headline. That's the lead. That's everything you want. I, I have... I mean, you, you would put it that way, right? You'd be like, we all knew Ole Miss was going to be great offensively, but what we didn't count on, and there you go. I have seen so many people on our text line and elsewhere say, yeah, but Louisville's not very good. I agree with you. does not matter. Not very good smoked that defense last year, guys. I mean, that's the difference. Louisville could be the worst team in the ACC. They're, they're not, but they could be. And it still would have been an offense that would have scored points and acquired yardage against that defense last year. It is definitely a marked improvement, no doubt. We haven't really uh, dived into the targeting thing. Because it's funny, I put in the notes yesterday, before this game happened, that the targeting rule has to be adjusted. You can go back and look at Monday's notes. It's funny because we had a couple of similar things happen over the weekend where... Applying 15 yards is fine. If that's what you want to do, okay. But we have got to draw a line between normal football play, where the guy maybe dropped his forehead just a little bit, and trying to take somebody's head off. There's a difference, and we have got to treat it differently. Because there was at least one player. I'll stick with one. The other three I'm okay with. But there was one player that got ejected from the game last night that had no business getting kicked out of a game for a simple football play. That's Mark Robinson. Mark that was Robinson. The, the first targeting of the game. Th- that should never get you removed from a game. If you want to apply 15, okay. I don't love it because people say, you got to see what you're hitting. Well, his face mask was on the football. I mean, it's not like he speared the guy. But he did. His forehead came down a little bit. If you want to apply 15, okay. But him getting kicked out of the game for a typical football play that none of the officials on the field thought was bad until the guy up in the booth buzzed down and looked at it for five minutes in frame-by-frame slow-mo replay, that needs to change. It needs to change. We've got precedent for it in other sports, including at the highest level of football, that kid should have been able to continue playing after that hit. There's no reason he should have been kicked out. I had a conversation with Greg Sankey on the sideline last night at the game. We were talking about targeting, and you know, I mentioned you know, it just feels like there's a need for a targeting one, a targeting two, and you know, just kind of chit chatting back and forth about that. And he said, "Look, he said Richard, he said I, I said years ago." When it came to putting this targeting in place with the ejection, if you're committed to cleaning up the game and you're going with this rule, cleaning up the game in the name of player safety and trying to limit helmet-to-helmet contact, and this is the rule you're putting in place, you're going to have to live with bad targeting calls to get the good targeting calls in there as well. That's a tough pill to swallow. I'm not saying I disagree with what he said necessarily. I mean, in the way the rule is written, to get the ones that that need to be punished, you got to write the rule in a way that guys that, in the spirit of the rule, should not be punished. But there's no gray area. And that rationale stinks. That that that's, that just stinks. That's a that. bad answer. 
but but the commissioners as a whole were not interested in targeting one, targeting two. They wanted to make the penalty penal enough to eliminate head-to-head contact from the game. I just think it's a short-sighted view when you look at this, because you're not going to eliminate all head-to-head contact. It's impossible to get that out of the game totally. Because it's football. Yeah. It's a contact gonna, sport. There is inherent risk. There's just going to be times where one guy's body contorts in such a way that you hit him in the head. Or and, and if a running there... back sees a linebacker and drops his entire upper half and a defender has already committed. That's the thing. That's the thing. There's no way. And why is it only a defensive penalty? I mean, technically it's not only a defensive penalty, but it never gets called on the offensive player. If if a running back lowers his head to initiate contact with a defender, not a penalty. But when it's the defensive player coming in to make the hit and a running back or a receiver ducks to a spot where, as Borky just laid out, the defender is already committed to go in and make the tackle. There's nothing you can do. There's absolutely nothing you can do. And we get a couple of messages, and look, this is a little silly, but it's not entirely crazy. Short of leather helmets, there will always oh, yeah. be contact. Jerry says yeah. eliminate helmets. You eliminate, you eliminate head-to-head the first day. You don't have to tell them helmets anymore. We all know that's not a real solution, but you get the idea. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs there in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Look for delays southbound on 55 from High Street down to the stack and continues eastbound over to 49 as well as westbound to Gallatin. Heavy delays southbound on 49 in Richland from just before Old 49 down to Harper. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also, take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture. It's back! That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the King of Credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1795. 1999. Down 3.9%. 84 months a year. Details will approve credit. 
144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com nomoreroofleak.com the Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. One last time with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm on this Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Tomorrow we will hear from coaches, right? We'll have uh, press conference audio from Mike Leach and I presume Lane Kiffin. I'm not sure exactly what the media schedule is this week for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. And we should hear from Dave Dorn as Looking well. forward to a deep, in-depth dive into Austin Peay. Gonna really break that one down. Maybe we should just play post game audio from <laughs> Louisville. I've uh, I've already got. Of course, we do during football season have an idea of what the content's going to be like this week. I know there's somebody out there. 
that is going to want us to like tell them about Austin P. And we're not going to do they, it. They won their first game. That's that's great. Good for them. But somebody out there is going to be like disappointed we don't give them like a breakdown of Austin P. And uh, that ain't happening. They beat Chattanooga thirty to twenty. Oh, their wow. official school website is letsgop.com. It's healthy. You don't want to hold that in. <laughs> a lot of the good audible flows out of that why flows out of that website. So the audible giggle from Haydad uh, that time. It was, it was funny. Yep. Uh, y'all y'all yeah, made I mean, me laugh like three or four times today. I've I've I've, I've been in a pretty good mood. That's a uh, that's a good day. Yeah. Um, thirty to twenty over Chattanooga in front of eight thousand one hundred fifteen. Give me Austin P minus seven and a half over Vanderbilt. <laughs> Quarterback threw for three hundred twenty six yards and four touchdowns. Uh oh, was intercepted twice. Oh. That'll be the difference a, uh, in the game. That'll be the key. Had a 100-yard rusher in the game. Oh, balanced. Have I gone far enough in the breakdown? I think that's really all that we need. <laughs> You're like Saban over here telling me how good Mercer is. Calm down. Yeah, this is going to be a very that's all I got. NC State heavy week. So be it. And with good reason. As it should. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll play some Dave Doran for you tomorrow as well. The uh, head coach at NC State, former Ole Miss head coach. Yeah, yeah Ole Miss head coach Dave Doran. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> What's it like to come back to Mississippi? It was a uh, it was a done deal. <laughs> did the plane Until turn around wasn't. midair, or were you? How did that work? Yeah, it was a uh, a done deal. No question. Uh, there was something that happened in the uh, before the Ole Miss Louisville game that did not make television and was not talked about on the radio either. What's the uh, What's the mayor of Atlanta's name? Keisha Lance Bottoms. She delivered a uh, a video address on the great big halo wraparound video board inside Mercedes Benz Stadium. Her picture appeared and she started talking. And the 30,000 people that were there, probably 28,000 of them booed to the point that you could not hear a single word that she said for the entirety of her address. And then she stopped talking and the video went away and people stopped booing. And then there were like 126 people that clapped. It was... If you're curious what the political breakdown of the crowd was last night, you got it right there. I'm pretty sure the uh, the memes that are going around of the uh, the front row from the Ole Miss section so will give me an idea of that. What were those? Shout out to, I, that's not oh, something they're, I've they're, seen. They're Richard, there. it was just like it, it was a group of guys it is probably gross. all in the same fraternity. Yeah. Just they've they've all got two beers in their hands. It, it's just when you hear guy that goes to Ole Miss you just copy and pasted all those guys on the front row of the stadium, just having a good time, just, pounding beers. A, a line of a guys bunch of with two Michael Borkies. Yeah, uh, pow- powder blue polo tucked into khaki shorts. Some of them were untucked because they've been partying too hard, and they each yeah. had two beers in their hands. Bunch of line full of guys with two last names. That's all that was. A first name and a last name that sounded like two last names. Yes, their first name is a last name. Yes. 
a lot of Hastings and Landons and fuckers <laughs> happen there. Kind of like the Mississippi State baseball right, uh, roster. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Bunch of Tanners and Logans and... Yeah. Incorrectly oh, oh. spelled Rowdies. Ooh. Row- Rowdy's not a last name. You know everybody's last name is Rowdy? There's got to be a wrestler or something, right? Well, it was Rowdy Roddy Piper, but... Piper. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. But that was not a, that was a nickname. Um, there was not a huge crowd, but it did appear that the uh, people that were there had a large time all the way around. Thanks for being with us on Tuesday afternoon. Tomorrow we will fully turn the page to week two of the college football season. We will look much more in-depth at uh, Mississippi State and NC State. And a whole lot more with you. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Enjoy your Tuesday evening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.